This is Boom Goddess Radio, igniting inspiration in primetime women. We are Jennifer Davis Page, Bebe Peters, and Dr. Andrea Gould. Well, here we are, you two lovelies, Dr. Andrea Gould and Jennifer Davis Page, and this is B.B. Peters, and welcome to a wonderful recording from downtown Tucson. We are extremely excited and very jubilant and celebratory in all the events that have transpired during the past couple of weeks. We've decided to dedicate today to kind of catching up with one another and catching up with you, our audience, because so many things have accelerated that we're ready to share. Absolutely. I missed you ladies uh, last week. I'm telling you, I was in snow and ice up in New York (laughs) City, and um, the city is magnificent, but I miss the sunshine and the warm weather. I was, as you know, and Perhaps our listeners uh, know that uh, we were, con- we have been, Boom Goddess Radio has been considered for a Gracie Award. Well, let me just tell you a little bit about the Gracies. The Gracie Awards um, started in 1975, so they've been around for a very, very long time. And the idea was to, um, to add, give a tribute to women that are in media. Uh, and to celebrate and honor programming created for, by, and about women. And that's what we're all about. Um, Viacom was uh, gracious enough to allow us to be in their beautiful facilities. And just to kind of give you an idea of what was going on, we had about six judges in each room, and each room was named after one of the divas. I mean, we had, I was in the Gracie Allen room with, five other marvelous women, and and there was a Cecily Tyson room and a Barbara Walters room. So it was really, really, really wonderful. The women that I met there were incredible from all over America. Did you Uh, say there were like 50-plus judges? 50-plus judges, and there were only four men. What about the categories, Jennifer? What categories were being judged? All categories were being judged. Um... I happened to be in a room that was judging national television and movies. Well, you know, that's my cup of tea. You know, I love movies and, and national television. But they had uh, they have categories for, uh, of course, national television and, ra- and they have radio, they have podcasts, and they also have um, uh, productions that are developed by students, which is a separate category. So they try and... Um, and go through the entire, uh, all categories that that women touch. Now, the the women have to, you don't have to be hosting necessarily, but you have to be a producer or a director, a female producer or director. And as I said, it was just an outstanding, outstanding uh, time. There were hundreds. They had more this year than they've had from what they're telling us. They had more... Submittals? Submittals than than ever before. They had, I don't know, hundreds, it seemed, because we weren't able to finish everything in one day. And I imagine they had more podcasts than ever before. Now, I because I'm a podcast host, I don't have that information. 
I was kept out of that whole area. So I can't tell you just now. So you saying podcasts. that you could not cast a vote for our podcast? Oh, they made it very clear because oh. you know I wanted well, to good. press that button. You know I wanted to say go for that. I wanted to press that button and vote for us, but they made that very clear that that um, I could not do that. Uh, I met some very interesting, as I said, men and women. Uh, the, the day was long. It was went from eight thirty in the morning until five thirty in the afternoon. Um, all all of the um, programming had not been judged at the end of the day on Saturday, so they asked us to come back for a half a day on Sunday. So on Sunday we worked from nine until noon, and we were able to finish up everything. What an experience. Not only the experience of judging the actual media, but of meeting the people there, your fellow judges, as well as people from the industry. It really was amazing. And, I, and I'm and i really happy that Boom Goddess Radio is now part of that whole Gracie community. I think it's going to be it's going to serve us well and we're going to serve it well as as well. Thank you for journeying there. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I know you went by plane and came back by train, yes, which yes, is yeah. Jennifer full steam ahead That's train. Right. But I sat in the middle seat at the, on the airplane each way because I don't travel frequently. And on Southwest, if you're not a frequent traveler, you get that middle seat. Um, but, but on the train, how did you travel? Oh, first class. You know, first <laughs> class on the train. So, you know, it takes longer, but I had, you know, I had a wonderful experience. We bet. Um, the one thing that is um, uh, important for me to tell you all and our audience is that the, we will know in about three weeks uh, who the winners of the Gracies are. And they're going to have a gala out in Los Angeles at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, which is black tie, red carpet. That those awards are going to be for television and and movies. Now, if Boom Goddess Radio should win, we will be getting our award from my mouth to God's ears <laughs> uh, at the Cipriani uh, restaurant on 42nd Street in New York City on the 27th of June. So. Um, we want our Should we start packing, do you think? I think so. Should we just now begin to pack? So. How will our listeners be able to tune in to who the winners are for each of the categories well, we'll, if we're we'll have interested? To, we'll have to find that out. There'll be programming. Now, I don't know. I I met and had lunch with the, the one of the directors, a lunch in Los Angeles, one of the directors of the Gracie. So I, I don't know whether it's going to be just on television but nowadays, I'm noticing that television shows are now telling you, if you don't get a chance to sit with us on our newscast today, go to our podcast. So I can't believe that they won't have a podcast. But you can believe that we will be delivering the message. We'll, we'll be, be able blasting to tell our, Yes, we'll be blasting, especially if we win. Jennifer, thank you so much for that rundown of what happened in New York and how it affects us and our audience. And now we also have another exciting piece of information brought to you by B.B. Peters. B.B., tell us what happened with the Costco connection. Wow, that was just so fantastic and thrilling for all three of us to experience. We were 
contacted by the amazing Steve Fisher, a longtime writer for the Costco Connection magazine that happens to go to 13 million recipients. I think it's 13 and a half million. 13 and a half million. (laughs) And as Jennifer multiplies times two for 27 million eyes. So we uh, like those numbers. So we were interviewed by Steve and also uh, it was done during Skype or using Skype. And uh, the article finally came out this month, um, March, in honor of the International Women's Month and Women's Day on March 8th. And we really have been out of breath ever since it has come out. We've had fantastic response on our Facebook page, on our Instagram, on our emails that people and women, it seems, from all over the country are contacting us with stories about their lives and how we have inspired them. And I can't wait to share just a couple of pieces with everyone about what they had to say. But how did you feel about it? You know, what was fabulous was getting uh, emails from our friends and relatives throughout the country. So the different regions of the country. So I've gotten many from the Northeast because that's the last place I lived. I lived, and you know, BB lived in Florida and Seattle. So. Pl- Pieces of email flew in from those corners, and Jennifer from Chicago area, as well as from the deep south of New Orleans, we pretty much covered the map. We absolutely did, and I want you to know that some of my fans are telling me they're going to save the book so that when they see me, I can autograph it. So we're now official stars. That's right. (laughs) We can (laughs) autograph them, right? People are bringing us their crumpled (laughs) copies that they've been carrying around in their cars and in their purses so that we can... What what a... Uh, you know, to be at our stage of life and to have this influx of enthusiasm that we didn't necessarily generate, but that was generated by our our listeners and our fans. And the connection, right, that we continue to create. And the added bonus uh, that Costco Connection did was to do a short video with us that they compiled pieces from our previous interviews and our podcasts and from our Skype call, and they created a darling two-minute video uh, as an added bonus. So our listeners can tune into that just by uh, clicking on the digital version in the magazine, and you're right there seeing our video. Yes. In the middle of the article, there's a small icon that looks like an old-fashioned smartphone, I would say. And if you click on that, then you get access to the video. But I think the thing, the word that comes to mind is so surprising because so many of the uh, responses that we got were, we saw you in the Costco connection of all places. Who would have thought that Costco would be the distributor of our, our, our information? What a surprise. And I can't wait to read a couple of the excerpts from some of the emails that we received. (music) 
So we're back with B.B. Peters, who can't wait. She's bursting to read some of the correspondence. She is our correspondence expert. So here she is. Is this from our fans? It's from our fans. (laughs) I love this so much. So Julie from Seattle writes, In 1991, my second daughter died as an infant. Two years ago, my best friend lost her 20-year-old daughter in a car accident. And six months later, my niece lost her 14-year-old son the same way. The three of us had been awaiting for the right time to all be together. We have been meeting and since we have connected with you, when we read the article about you three in the Costco Connection magazine, I knew I had to reach out. It does our hearts so, it brings our hearts so much joy to know that there are words and inspirations and stories and lives that we have shared about our with our guests and about our guests that these women are tuning into. And I think there's also something in the threeness of us, that we are a trio, that we're women that came together, having not known each other beforehand, that somehow touches people. Oh, and here's another one. This is from Anne. She writes... I read about you in the Costco magazine, and the discovery could not have come at a better time. I am 75 years of age and divorced, but have been in a 27-year relationship with a man. My only child, my adult daughter, 44 and single, died very unexpectedly last year. While my current partner has been very supportive through the worst of my mourning, I have become aware that it is time for me to leave the relationship. I would love to do conscious uncoupling, but my partner does not want the relationship to end and is becoming very angry and anxious. You know, when we did that interview with you, Bibi, about conscious uncoupling, we really all knew that there was a universality in really wishing to not go through a contentious divorce or contentious separation. So I'm so heartened that we've inspired people and that that possibility is out there. And one of the things we're going to do is we're going to follow your journey so that we can keep informing our audience about how it unfolds when we make that kind of a choice. Well, the one wonderful thing about the Costco article is that there are so many women around America that now know us. And they now know that there's a source out there that they can reach out to and ask us questions, give us give us some um, information on what they would like to see us cover in our podcast. Now, uh, Anne, is it Anne that was talking about grief? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. She asked us to do a podcast on grief, which we have not done yet. So um, this is so important because we are always asking our li- listeners, tell us what you want us to talk about, and we can we can do a podcast on that topic. So this is really amazing. I love that you had um, that line that said, your comments inform our programming. That is still so true. Absolutely. And another 
um, individual that wrote. Her name is Christine, and she said, I read about you all in the Costco magazine this past week. I love what you are doing, and being a boomer myself, look forward to listening in on your talks. I wanted to know if you would be interested in doing a piece on meaningful travel. So many of our clients are 55 to 70. I just had a 72-year-old sign up for my trip to India to look at the fight against sexual slavery. We are touching, we are touching women all over the country, all over the world, and connecting them with those opportunities that can bring the issues, the relevant issues in the world so close to their lives and allow them and give them the opportunity to make a meaningful difference. You know, the the issues that become relevant to boomers before boomerhood and beyond boomerhood are um, so varied that we do need the three of us to bring programming from our own interests and our own experience forward to this forum. We're really fortunate to have this trio, this triad. And I could go on reading forever, but the last one that we want to touch base with is a woman by the name of Carolyn, and she wrote specifically to Dr. Andrea because there's a great relationship already established. Andrea, tell us about that a little bit. Well, you know, it's very interesting. Carolyn wrote about establishing something called the Modern Widows Club. And I believe what I recall from her statement is that in the Modern Widows Club, there is a sending of roses on Valentine's Day to acknowledge the love that still exists despite the loss of a partner. And many of you already know that I have a book that's called The Virgin Widow, which is a book about first-time widowhood. And we're so excited to join with the Modern Widows Club to be able to interview someone from a local chapter and also to make the, the women nationally aware that such, such a, um, a group exists. Well, when we started two years ago, this is exactly what we had in mind. So we thank you, Costco, Costco Connection, for shedding the light on us and making it possible for women around the country. And the world. And the world. Well, I don't know if Costco is in. Are they in? Oh, they're they're in Canada. 23 countries. They're in Canada (laughs) and 23 countries. Oh, yeah. I I just, I did not know that. Mm -hmm. So we're international. We are international. Okay. Welcome back. Undoubtedly, you have been learning as we have about the immense value of a particular media component called the podcast. Um, It has been growing in popularity tremendously, not only along the lines of millennials and other people, but across all ages. And What we're finding is that the value of the podcast stays with you so much longer because as someone that we know said, when we're sitting in this cozy little recording station, we are speaking to you personally, individually. We're not seeing throngs and throngs of people. We're connecting with one soul with one heart at a time. Dr. Andrea, can you comment a little bit about the value of that? the audio versus the TV type of thing? 
couple of things come to mind. The first is that I have been a long time experimenter with audio and the value of audio psychologically. And back in, I don't know, 30 years ago, when I was going through a particularly difficult time, part of the way I learned to cope was I called it putting my head in a box. I knew I needed to think other thoughts than the thoughts that I was thinking. And as a psychologist, for sure, we know cognitively that it's the thoughts that you think that create the feelings that you have. At that point, I started listening to a radio program called New Dimensions Radio out of San Francisco, and they were nonstop introducing cutting-edge concepts and featuring cutting-edge people, science, humanities. I mean, it was just endless. And I was really so happy to be thinking about things other than my own life at that time. So what I began to formulate was that for my own clients, wouldn't it be great when they were obsessing about information or they were obsessing about experiences that weren't helping them to begin to encourage the listening to other kinds of media. And at that point, all that was available were books on tape. Fine. Enter books on tape. And I had a long list of books on tape that would... And you would, love it to this day. You love books on tape right. to this I day. I never let that go. And thank heaven for audible.com maybe future sponsor. Future sponsor. Is that we we totally adore the stimulation and the relief and the diversion. Sometimes it's totally fine to be distracted from your own issues by listening to other to other people. There's also something to be said for the physiology of listening, and that has a lot to do with learning styles. So some of us are visual learners, and we go first to the newspaper, we go to the TV, we go to books. Others of us do best by listening to stories or listening to others. And certainly I have a bias in terms of, as a psychologist, listening to hundreds of people over the years. My listening skills have become very finely honed and I'm not alone. There are people who do much better absorbing information by listening as opposed to necessarily reading. And of course, we know what Jennifer always says, and that is, put your feet up, pour your favorite drink, and listen to Boom Goddess Radio. And Dr. Andrea reminds me all the time that you can listen to a podcast anywhere. And that's what makes the wonderful difference between having a, a traditional radio show or a television show because you can walk, you can be walking or on your, on your treadmill or on your bike and listen to wonderful podcasts. It, you can take it places that you can't take anything else, which is, which is marvelous. I just did cross-country, New York to L.A. by train, and guess what? That is what I listen to. I listen to podcasts, and it was marvelous. It's very relaxing because you can physically relax your body. You can close your eyes and relax your eye muscles, and you can travel. It reminds me of, uh, I think it was Ann Tyler's book, The Accidental Tourist. Yes. On the cover was an armchair, and it had wings. And that's how I feel when I listen. I mean, even if I'm standing on my head doing yoga, you know, washing dishes. Sometimes, you know, you have to make it very loud when you're making noise at the same time. But you can do it. It's manageable. You can listen over the sound of the air conditioner in the car. 
there are so many options, and it is really a most portable means of information and inspiration, and that's what we seek to do. Well, Dr. Andrew, let me ask this question. Now, we've got some people in our world that are older. My husband is a tr- in that he's not a boomer. He's in that tradition traditional beyond category, <laughs> and he still likes to get the newspaper. He still likes the feel of a newspaper, the feel of a book, the smell of all of that. I can't get him to listen to a book on on um, in in the audibles. I can't get him to listen. That's not nothing he's interested in. How do we get those people? that are, um, how do we get them to to cross over? How do we get them and introduce them to this new concept? I think the answer is, is kind of twofold. Number one, the tendency to absorb information, whether it's tactile, like books and um, newspapers, whether it's visual, like films and TV, or whether it's audible, has a lot to do with your learning style. Now, many of us are multiply oriented. You know, we can absorb information in any of those three ways. Others of us have habitually created a channel of input that is kind of hard to change. One of the good things is that Boom Goddess Radio also has a blog, and the blogs are always summaries of what we've discussed. So the ideas, at least, are there. On the other hand, as with any habit change, the answer is a teeny bit at a time. So, and, and also with partnership. So if we're going to want to expose someone or, or beg their indulgence while we share an experiment with them, we can do that. And if it's interesting enough material, the person may very well become hooked. Back in the day when my dad was growing up, everybody was gathered around all there was, which was the radio. Well, when I was growing up, too, because um, we would listen to my brother and I would sit and we would listen to the Lone Ranger. And what happened, you know, and, and all those wonderful Westerns that were on as 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 we were growing up. But what what happens is it gives you listening to radio gives you allows you to use your imagination like television really doesn't because it's right there for you. But as children, we sat, we had a table and two chairs that my mother put up for us and we would listen to radio. And so now it's all coming around now. It's just all coming back. But now we can walk with it. <laughs> right. And, and the other piece, though, is that reading itself, if we're talking about neurologically and psychologically, it does. Reading allows us to imagine and allows us to picture. Like sometimes we'll read a book and then we'll see a movie. We'll go, oh, I wouldn't have casted it that way or I didn't envision it that way. The thing about audio is that it's even more evocative Obviously, different musical frequencies and different music evoke different emotions in us, but so do the, the sound effects that are possible. For instance, This American Life, they do a great job of using ambient audio sounds to inspire our imagination. So back in the day when we were choosing whether to start with radio or start with podcasts, I remember the discussion that podcasts would enable us much more flexibility. And we wouldn't have to be necessarily um, beholden to any other kinds of rules or templates. 
Well, I think what was what, what's happening is when we were first talking about radio versus podcast, we were looking because we, of course, want to be able to sell uh, um, advertising on our on our podcast. And my one concern, if you remember uh, when we started, was is podcast going to give us that value that radio would give us in terms of advertising dollars? But now, as I've been as I've been reading and 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 learning more about advertisers. Uh, and marketing to people that listen to podcasts is growing tremendously. Uh, the the demographics of the people that listen to podcasts are are I mean they're they're college educated and they buy eighty percent of the products that they hear that are advertised on on podcasts they respond to and will make purchases. The which, impact is huge. The impact is huge. So I'm 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 speaking to potential advertisers. Uh, please pay attention to what's going on because it's it's growing tremendously and it's a it's a business. There are a lot of companies that have decided that they're going to take radio um, advertisers and they developed a podcast addition to their companies where they're selling podcasts. So it's fascinating, and I can't wait. There's something about um, the way advertising or sponsoring comes through a podcast as opposed to being bombarded, let's say, with a series of seven or eight commercials on a television program, even on some radio programs. The producers of a podcast such as us and our podcast are able to space things out and craft the advertising to the content in such a way that it's much more meaningful for the listener. So we're really excited about what lies in front of us in terms of bringing uh, products to audiences, as well as really enjoying the creativity of matching up advertisers to content. You know, one thing I forgot to mention when I was talking earlier about the Gracie Awards is how it got its name. Gracie Allen, a lot of our listeners will know who Gracie Allen was. A lot of our listeners will not know who Gracie Allen was. Gracie Allen was married to George Burns, and they were a vaudeville uh, couple years ago. And Gracie and George were on radio in 1943. And then when television started, they, they had a television show which started in 1950. So from 1950 to 1958, they were on the television. But she was one of the first radio personalities before we were all born. So that's why they named the Gracie Awards after Gracie Allen. I just wanted to give you that little bit of information. Fabulous. Good to know. Thank you for joining us. We're just talking about the immense value of podcasts to advertisers and how we are going to be recording and doing a podcast live at the Women in Business Conference on August the 24th. We were contacted by an amazing high-energy woman by the name of Alejandre Richards of Matrix Media Consulting Group, and she's the founder of the Women in Business Conference. And the three of us will be center stage at the Tucson Convention Center interviewing the speakers, the guests, the attendees, and we can't wait to do that. And we'll keep everyone informed. 
But keeping along with this excitement of the day that we are using this opportunity to share, uh, Dr. Andrea, tell us a little bit about some new discoveries in your life and what you've come across in the media and what is that you want to share with Joyful Glee. It's kind of like like the opportunity of being a boomer whiz, uh, a boomer woman at this time in history, you know, just thinking about the report came in, for instance, that Stephen Hawking died. And here is a man who, despite he was diagnosed when he was 21, despite having ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, he carried on such exploration and such expansion, despite incredible limitation, that he lived all the way through till age 76 in with a disease that can take people in months or a short amount of time, like, you know, a couple of years. So that was on one hand, my absorbing that while at the same time, resonating with the huge youth movement that's going on in the United States right now and all of the the talk about this young generation looking to make a place for themselves right now as far as their future goes. And knowing that the boomer generation, both before boomerhood and beyond boomerhood, is so interested in being relevant and in terms of using whatever energies, capacities, experience, wisdom we have to be able really to look forward with the youth to the next generation, to the, to the near future, and really to use ourselves and use our gifts in, in a way that can really ensure some kind of a, um, a better future. So, yeah. I was so moved by that this morning as well, or when the youth movement and speaking out against gun violence and all of that began to come out. Um, I honestly had tears in my eyes. I was so moved and touched by their strength and their power and their wisdom and how brilliant they were, how they were able to articulate what their mission is. And then this morning, I was thinking that I see this as sort of like two huge reflective walls. Here are the people in high school and college, and they're taking on this amazing feat. And here we are, the boomers, who are bringing some of the very same qualities to life and some of the very same aspirations and how we reflect on each other and how we inspire each other. I am so energized by that. Yes, I think we all are. And we're really considering it in a way, kind of a perfect storm, but a storm that's going to rain down on us, you know, all of the accumulated experience and wisdom that we have together and to be a part of something so meaningful because these 16 and 17 year olds are not going to remain 16 and 17 and in a few short years and months we're going to have a whole other force to contend with so how exciting and what a good place for us of these generations to be able to situate ourselves going forward feels good it's wonderful that they're re- they, the teenagers are realizing now. Unfortunately, it took the, the murders of 17 of their, their friends. And more. And more and in oh, every neighborhood. That, that, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I was very impressed with the fact that they now know how important the vote is 
how important it is to register and to vote and be a participant in uh, in our democracy. And they're 17 now. A lot of them will be 18 before November. And they now know that they can make a difference at the ballot. And it's our opportunity to partner in this incredible wave of change. Goddess Radio would like to let the world know what you are all about. And in conjunction with that, we are delighted to offer some wonderful media pieces that you can enjoy and participate in. These are our media methods, so to speak. Let me ask a few questions. And um, if I am a business and I want, I, I love the idea of Boom Goddess Radio and I want to advertise my business on Boom Goddess Radio, how would I do that? Well, there are several different ways in which you can. You can run an ad on our podcast with your MP3 or we produce the MP the mp3 for you the actual recording we can do it with our voice and talk about your product or service or we can do it with your written content we can do it with our endorsement so we can try a product and we can endorse it and talk about it and all and all of this plus just a regular 30-minute podcast where we interview you as a guest and talk about your business, your service, the legacy that you may want to leave for your family. Those podcasts are available also. So as a business person, if I come in and I sit with you for 30 minutes and talk to you about my business and what I do, it will be part of Will it be part of the Boom Goddess Radio podcast series? Yes, that is very possible. And we would just discuss that and see how long you want to run it. Look at the cost associated with it. And you can be with our podcast right along there. Well, tell me, how would I then be able to take, if I'm going to be part of the podcast series, but then how would I let other other customers know that my story based on, on our, our uh, interaction? Do I get something to take away with me? Or tell me how that works. Yes, right. Uh, the, what we would do is we would email you the link to the podcast that then you can download to your computer. It is yours to keep. And then you can add that podcast very easily to your own website so people visiting your site can inquire and learn more and you can share it on all of your social media including your Facebook page your Instagram and Twitter and everywhere else so if I was going to solicit a company and want them to know about me I can just send them the link with uh, to with with a letter of introduction exactly that oh that's wonderful now, what else do uh, does Boom Goddess Radio offer in terms of, of advertising? Uh, is there an opportunity for any video? There's a combination of media that can be put together. So that's something that we determine in our um, pre-interview interview. Uh, we can write a blog so you can have written copy 
about your interview or about your podcast, there will be a link on our resources page. You can have a banner ad on our resource page. Um, And yes, in answer to your question about video, we are equipped to do a video interview for you. Uh, Most effective is something that's between three and four minutes long. And we have a team that can help put that together for you. So we can be all inclusive. We can do an interview with you on video. We can afford hair and makeup. We will film and produce it. And we will allow you two rounds of edits. So I can get all of the information on how much that extra will charge by just having a convert by calling Boom Goddess or, or sending an email to you and asking you to price all of this out, kind of like a la carte. I think that is the perfect idea. You can contact us at info at boomgoddessradio.com or barbara at boomgoddessradio.com or jennifer or andrea at boomgoddessradio.com. Any three of us or send us a note on our Facebook page. So many ways to contact us. That's wonderful. That's wonderful information to have. Is there any other information that I should have? Are there any questions that I that I ha- need to have answers to that uh, I haven't asked? I think the best way to think about it is that you get the three of us or some combination of the three of us for a nice interview that we can use to establish all of your needs in terms of media. This is wonderful information. So I, I can have it. If I'm a business person, I can have this wonderful opportunity. Or if I just wanted my grandchildren or my great-grandchildren to know what I am all about after I'm dead and gone, you can also do something like that for me, right? So it doesn't just have to be business. It could be personal as well, right? That's right. You can contact us at info at boomgoddessradio.com and let the world know what you are all about. So, let the world know what you are all about. Share your business, your service, your legacy, or your good idea. See you on the other side. For more information, visit our website, boomgoddessradio.com, and follow us on Facebook, Boom Goddess. We'd love to hear from you. Your interest powers our programs.